0: My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video. And in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about the fearful avoidant fears and wounds in a relationship when it comes to the relationship specifically with a DA, with a dismissive avoidant. And I also want to talk to you a little bit about how to particularly communicate these fears and wounds. Um, so this is a little tiny snippet, just some of these key points and topics of our actual live courses that we, we created inside pds with slides the powerpoints the notes on the slides all that kind of stuff um, that are available right now so you can check that stuff out if you join the seven day free trial and then if you sign up in the seven day free trial um and you enter into the school you can go into like the webinar area and you'll see these like in-depth Courses that we're doing and and building on, but they're all about the attachment style interactions, the pain points, the needs, the fears, what to reprogram, the love languages, how to communicate through problems, how to communicate to each other, what each other needs for communication, all that kind of good stuff. So um, this will be a tiny, tiny um, part of that. So when it comes to the FADA relationship, um, the fearful avoidant tends to fear abandonment to a certain degree and feelings of unworthiness, Um, but they also fear rejection in the relationship itself with the DA. So they may fear like the small rejections that can show up and take place on a regular basis when the DA becomes dismissive. And these things often make the FA feel unimportant, um, like they don't matter, like they're unworthy and it can really be something that triggers the FA. They also often fear being betrayed. And sometimes they equate the lack of transparency coming from the DA with, um, you know, the, the lack of transparency must mean that you are betraying me in some form lying or not being faithful or these different things. Um, and the fearful avoidant, which is funny, they simultaneously feel sort of a fear of being trapped and helpless and powerless with the DA specifically around large commitments. Um, so, you know, going from dating to being in, a, being in a relationship, going from being in a relationship to moving in like around those, like sort of tipping points of large commitments that where that's where you may see some of the sort of resistance come in. The FA also fears feeling unseen, unheard, unimportant when the DA deactivates and um, they really value um, feeling like they can be seen, heard, appreciated, acknowledged um, by their partner. So when it comes to actually communicating the specific fears that can show up those core wounds that can sort of take hold um there's specific strategies that are necessary to utilize in the process and one of the first ones is it's got to be really important to be as calm and as factual as possible um so when there's a communication rather than it being something that you hold up uh, you hold in, don't share don't say for a long period of time it's really important to say hey Um, this is specifically what's going on for me right now. And this is what I need. And to do so in real time, as much as possible, one of the secret tricks to making this relationship work literally is being able to communicate your needs and see them through. And sometimes FAs in this dynamic will think that because they like, In passing, or subtly, or quickly, once communicated, their needs to the DA that that's a done deal. Whereas it's really important the FA learns to communicate their needs all the time and can say, "Hey, you did this yesterday. You did awesome. Today you forgot. I need this now." And just for it to be like a a thing that's reminded fairly often, really until it takes hold at the subconscious level for the other person, because until that point. And what it's forcing the, the FA to do is see their needs through. And over time with repetition, as long as you have somebody who's willing to do the work as a DA, which you'd be surprised at, a lot of DAs when they're communicated in a calm manner, over time specifically, and those needs are seen through, they will really show up to do that work. I've seen this a lot in my practice. Um, and obviously there's people who are coming in, wanting to do the work cause they're showing up for, for counseling, but just huge, huge amount of dismissive avoidance I would see who showed up to do that work and followed through. Um, it's really important as well that when communicating, so sort of number two tip for communicating, um, to not pressure the DA and to sort of see like, um, what they can do and how they can work with you to not say, hey, it has to be exactly like this all the time, but to leave some flexibility. Like, this is important to me, we could do it this way or this way. How do you see us working on this? What do you think? And to sort of incorporate them in the process when a DA feels too pressured or there's too much expectations, they tend to rebel and they rebel to keep their autonomy a little bit. So it's more like having the needs, seeing them through in the moment, having those needs be things that you agree upon, that you talk, that you discuss compromises around proactively, and then being able to remind that person if at any point they forget. And usually what I'll see and what we're looking for in terms of like a healthy um, DA showing up to do the work um, will be the, the individual showing up and they remember three times, they forget one time. They remember the next two times, they forget one time. They remember the next five times, then they forget one time. And it will be something that you'll, you're seeing it sort of move like this over time. And that's when we're looking at like, hey, this person's invested. They're, they're willing to do the work. And This is usually when both parties are actually on track and taking the steps to becoming more secure because also the fa is communicating and seeing their needs through, which is like one of the most important things the fa can ever work on as an individual or in a relationship. Um, another big thing. Is to try to make communication safe and constructive when it becomes destructive or when there's too much volatility in the communication DAs get that I am unsafe core wound triggered and they will shut down and they will work on protecting themselves and their focal point around communication will be more focused on that, then it will be, for example, at like maintaining the relationship or seeing, you know, showing up to meet the needs of the other person in the relationship. Their focus will be on like avoiding conflict, staying away. They may say yes, but not intend to follow through. They may say yes, but not really think it through fully in the moment because they're kind of triggered around avoiding the conflict. Um, so it's really important that the, the communication becomes safe consistent, productive, um, and with limited volatility if possible. And that's a call for the FA to work on questioning their stories and working on their core wounds prior to going to have the conversation and and communicate. Um, Another big thing is to be appreciative when you show change. Dismissive avoidance do not respond well at all to negative reinforcement. They respond very well to positive reinforcement, to, hey, I see you're trying, thank you, I appreciate you, even if there's feedback. So if you're the FA and you're saying, hey, I really need these needs to take place. And then the DA um, comes in and tries to do them or show up for them. And then you, like, let's just say the example's laundry. Let's say you ask, you're the FA, you ask your DA partner, hey, can you take some turns doing the laundry? And let's say they do. And then let's say they fold things or put, them, put the stuff away in the wrong place. You want to make sure that you're not like, Hey, you, you put the stuff away in the wrong place. You want to make sure that you start by saying, Hey, like I acknowledge, and I really appreciate you did the laundry. I just want to let you know, for future reference, they, this stuff goes over here and not over there, but thank you. And, and to really like actually show that appreciation for the change is really important. Um, and, and the other dynamics here, and just some like taglines that are going to be really important is to ask for presence when you feel, that you're being dismissed to say, hey, I need you to be present right now. And, and here's what we're really looking for. Like we are looking for somebody who does the work to show up to change these things. And the same thing when we'll do the FA or the DA communicating to the FA sort of thing, it'll be under the same principles, right? You're looking for the other person to show up and respond. If they don't, actions will always speak louder than words. And, and eventually you'll say, okay, like you can communicate all day. The person can make promises all day, but it happens or it doesn't. But if you're seeing the person really start showing up and try, or every time you say, hey, I need you to be present, the person pauses and becomes present and makes an effort. You are going to see beautiful shifts and, and changes in this relationship. Um, and another really important tip or tool is to, make sure that you communicate really clearly and specifically. A lot of DAs, if you say something more open-ended, they'll feel a little bit helpless or incapable. So if you say something like, "Um, I need more support, don't say, I just need more support. Say, I need more support. And it looks like um, physical affection, giving me a hug more often, or it looks like, um, you know, you taking a turn with the chores, or it looks like um, you getting up earlier with me or whatever it might be, like it has to be something that is tangible and specific, or the DA will be like, I don't really know what that means. It's open-ended, it's vague. And they often shut down when they feel incapable um, or, or uncertain about something. So, um, and they uh, get afraid of trying and being wrong at it and then feeling defective as well. And so they'll go into coping instead of going into like bridging the gap together in, in the relationship. So these are some high level tips. I mean, like we have so many more and very specific tips about like this specific interaction just around communication and needs. And then we, have ones around fears and you know there's so many different um dynamics that we talk about so you can definitely check out those those webinars in our webinar library um and we will continue to add i'll be doing live versions of the course with the powerpoints all that stuff over and throughout the month of february and into early march going through the aa and fa relationship fada faap and faa FA, FA, and then a more general one for like the secures or attachment styles who may be getting to know each other who are of the same attachment style. Um, So you can check those out as well. And you can check all this stuff out for free for seven days if you click the link in the description box below. And when you go into the school, just type in um, webinar or go to webinar library and then just type in in the search bar, um, FA and AP, and you'll see that pop up right away. So I hope that makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for watching, for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you in the next video.